0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Party, uh, one of your hosts, Papa D. am here with Kettle. Hello. And Rick Wine.
2: Bonsoir, darling.
1: All right, another well, Friday night. Oh, Woo. Yeah. Came around already.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes, it did. Mm-hmm. That's what Fridays do. What's Every there? seven days, like clockwork. <laughs> <laughs> tick, tick, tick. Uh-huh. Tick tock.
0: Hey, okay. what's
2: happening? How's everybody?
0: Mm-hmm. I'm cool.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm a savage. All right. Oh what's happening? Oh, excuse me.
1: Snacking on macadamia's and brown liquor. How about that?
2: All right now. Yeah, Jamison Black Burrow. Mm-hmm. Ain't no advertisement, but this hey, is, is, is
1: That's good living.
2: It's some good stuff. I'll stick with my red wine tonight. All right. A little bit of mouth back. All right.
1: Mm-hmm. Good living. Man. Almost as good as uh, what Sheik said back in the day. Mm-hmm. Clams on the half mm-hmm. shell and roller skate. It's time.
2: Good time. Hey. Oh, <laughs> <Okay. laughs> Bang. Okay. Okay, that's a whole nother thing. That's a whole nother thing. Right. <laughs> so I guess I don't mm. have to ask how everybody's doing. You doing all right? hanging in here? Sounds like it. Mm-hmm. Everything is everything. Mm-hmm. Who used to say that? Michael <laughs> Okay, he showed sure I was going to go all the way back to mm. Pinky Green. Okay. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Pete Green. Right. My time. Right. Yeah, <laughs> Don't
3: even
1: <either. you> try. <laughs> Sounds like a regional thing. mm
3: uh-uh. Anyway. We they had, say.
1: We had a guy named Dr. Perry Johnson.
3: Oh, okay.
2: Okay, that's a regional thing.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. It was connected to Petey the Green Bohanna. was
2: in, in the D.C. area. Uh-huh. You remember the song Bohanna? Come on and do it. Yeah, Hamilton Bohanna. Right,
1: mm-hmm. I mean, Hanna.
2: Right. The
1: one that... <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> the
1: one that says Shimmy shimmy Coco Pop You're With the doc I'm on and do it I'm on and do it The guy that says that His name is Dr. Perry Johnson He was a DJ in Philadelphia. So oh him. okay he's I was singing. like I he, never he, heard
2: he's... that version
1: Well maybe Well Because we didn't get down here To drive
2: Oh Okay anyway. Y'all ready to get up in anyway. this Get in this <laughs> Okay
1: Alright
2: We go way back Yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. Alright Alright Our uh, hot topics tonight they, they sizzling too. Wisconsin Supreme Court refuses to hear Trump election lawsuit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's funny. Also, Hawaiian couple arrested for flying knowing they had COVID nineteen. Mm-hmm. Wow. Also, who will right. get the coronavirus vaccine first?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh hit it in it headlines. Ivanka Trump, deposed in lawsuit alleging misuse, inaugural funds.
0: That's surprising. Mm -hmm.
2: Also, former presidents volunteered to get coronavirus vaccine publicly. And formerly incarcerated lawyer announced his candidacy for the New York City mayor. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Cocktail of the week is called The Lion's Tale. We're sipping on that tonight. What's popping with Papa Didi? I'm quite sure he got some things for us tonight. Uh, Weird news, of course, as I say, we're going to lighten it up. Uh, Adolf Hitler wins election in now, okay, yeah, that is a weird news. Also reported burglary in California was a dozen fighting raccoons. And a koala wanders into Australian family's home and climbs Christmas tree. Okay, I'm just saying with red wine, your position doesn't make you immune. Also living for the city with Papa Didi, my Hollywood wrap-up, the kisser list, and the last word. Sit back, relax, get your favorite cocktail, and we'll be back with the Hot topic.
4: Does your gray hair make you look much older than you really are? Do Boy Scouts try to help you cross the street? Don't waste your time with messy hair colors that won't last. Wigs will just make your hair sweat. What you need is a permanent solution. You need
0: gray, gray be gone. Gray, gray be gone
4: burns your gray hairs right down to the roof. No more coloring with Gray Gone. Simply apply Gray Gone with the heat-protected gloves to your entire scalp. When you feel the burning, the gray hairs are being fried right on your head. After the procedure, just stick your head in a bucket of ice water to cool the burning. And just like that, no more gray hairs. You might have bald spots and burns where the gray used to be, but that's a whole different problem. Gray Gone will solve your gray hair problem once and for all. Gray Gone. Get yours today and make that great go away.
1: Welcome back to a John party. I'm host, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. Get red wine.
2: Bonsoir, darling. All uh-huh. right. Whew. Okay. Let's, let's get into it. Yeah. Come on. Hot talk on? Let's talk about your boy 45.
1: <sighs> every day.
2: Every day. Every All day. day every day. Mm-hmm. That's a shame. So, Wisconsin Supreme Court has said they are refusing to hear his election lawsuit.
0: That's
2: another one. Like uh what's his name? DJ Khaled? There's another one. <laughs> Wisconsin Supreme Court on yesterday refused to hear Trump's lawsuit, attempting to overturn his loss to Democrat Joe Biden in the Battleground State. They're saying that the case must first wind its way through the lower uh, lower courts. He tried to take it straight up to the top, and they were like, no, no, no. That's not how this works. Mm -hmm. So the legal defeat was the latest in a string of losses for his post-election lawsuits, and judges in multiple battleground states have rejected his claims of fraud or irregularities, and that's because they don't exist. (laughs) But he's refusing to accept that. So he was asking the Wisconsin Supreme Court to disqualify more than 221,000 ballots in the state's two biggest Democratic counties, alleging irregularities in the way that the absentee ballots were administered. And he was also saying that there were some issues about how Joe Biden won with a margin of 20,700 votes, So basically, you know, he's still grasping the straws. So then he tried to get the conservative-controlled Wisconsin Supreme Court to take the case directly, saying that, well, there's not going to be enough time to wage a legal battle, starting with the lower court and working all the way up, you know, the way you normally should, because they're trying to get ahead of the December 14th date, which is when the Electoral College cast their votes. Mm-hmm. So they already his team already figured, you know, we can't go through the usual routine and still make that date. So they thought they would just jump to the front of the line exactly. and go up to the Supreme Court level within the state's Supreme Court.
1: And as a footnote to that, them, the top people kicked it back down to the little guys and said, That's y'all right. handle this.
2: They mm-hmm. said, look, you, you jumped to the front of the line and you shouldn't have. You got to take it back.
1: They took it Started back. Started
2: at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And work your way up, and if it warrants making it to the Supreme Court level, then we'll hear the case.
1: If it reaches before the deadline, exactly. Which won't, so, mm-hmm. yes,
2: they have yeah. less than a snowball's chance in hell that they'll get to that point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so
1: no move.
2: Huh? <laughs> I mean, listen, mm-hmm. I'm just saying that's that's really what it boils down to.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Now, what's interesting though is that the court ruled in a four to three. Mm-hmm. That's what they ruled, four to three. Against Trump, with the swing vote coming from uh, Justice Hagdorn, who voted against taking the Mm -hmm. case—you know, taking it ahead of going through the regular procedure. Right. Now that to me is frightening, because if you—if you've already been told by the people who've been certifying and recounting and recounting Mm -hmm. that there were no issues, Mm -hmm. everything was straight, Mm -hmm. why was the vote so close? That's kind of scary. How do you get to a four to three? So you had basically a, almost a half and half situation with these judges saying, "Well, you know, maybe they have some some validity to this." I mean, um, yeah,
1: and when people talk like that, I'm like really, y'all, you know, I really hate that when somebody talks in an imaginary world that's non-existent, but they want to try to create something out of it.
2: Exactly. And,
1: and if you look at the electoral the, the electoral college, that one. Um, Biden the the election if the Republicans would have had that big number over top of him it wouldn't even have been no question about it the same way because it happened since 2016 Yeah. just the same way Trump beat Hillary hmm. but Hillary didn't take the time to investigate nothing she, no. just, she just walked away now right. she could have spent all kind of time saying because it was her, his first time being president right. so she maybe she should have stepped up a little stronger Mm-hmm. But she was just like, nah, we're just going to concede and blah, 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 you know. Yeah,
2: she was so, ready to just tuck tail, lick wounds, go home. Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe that's why he don't want to concede just as yet. But, I mean, the numbers speak for itself. So she, he knows
1: it. Mm-hmm. Believe me, he ain't right. crazy. But here's the deal, though, like we said, we, we're going to talk about this later if we can get a minute to have a little session about this, where he's going to collect $200 million for mm-hmm. the Trump Foundation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In lieu of him it was it was called legal money to fight against the what he calls the rigged election. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's almost like you said it's a GoFundMe account
2: mm-hmm. that Good Trump luck. can
1: keep. It's in his name.
2: It's a political <laughs> action committee or PAC, ac- act, Right. And, and they basically can do what they
1: want with it. Because it ain't, it's not collected to political money or anything. He's mm-hmm. gonna walk away with two hundred million dollars, even if he pays all the people that Help them, volunteers and everybody. If he those twenty million out the people, he's still got one hundred and eighty million dollars he's going to walk away with. Mm-hmm. And he's acting like he's fronting the game, like, "Man, we're going to fight this, fight that." Keeping the evil look so the people who're donating can still donate because he got the evil look. Right. I mean, gotta, it's such a perpetrator. You, you got
2: to play the part.
1: And people Wisconsin, believe.
2: Wisconsin has ten electoral votes.
1: Mm -hmm. So that's
2: why he's kicking up so much dust, Mm -hmm. because he figures if I can at least overturn Wisconsin, Mm -hmm. that's 10 more votes in my column and 10 less from Joe Biden's column. Mm -hmm. But I don't see it happening, because everybody has said after at least Georgia has done a recount at least, what, twice now? Mm -hmm. And -hmm. they're saying they didn't find anything.
1: But I'm really, personally, I'm not buying none of that. I just think Trump is playing the part because the political action group is collecting big money and he's got to front the game while the money's coming in.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's gonna, yeah. He's going to grab long as that he dough. He's the martyr. Yeah. Then and then he can say, we're, we're going to
1: leave out. We're going to leave out, but we're different. ripped off. We're ripped off. And he walks away with like, had to pay everybody off for helping him. He, he walks away with $100 million. He can give away $100 million, which he won't. It was cheap ass.
2: Yeah, you know he doesn't pay people.
1: Right. So he's going to walk away with at least $150 million. Easy. Mm-hmm. And then just. And after, yeah. like, now the other at- stage show is uh, Bar. Like, he's so called oh. Mad at Bar. Please, they're the best of friends. Mm-hmm. They're fronting the game big this time. Don't believe that. Don't believe See, they were none that. You
2: are talking about, well, is Barr on, Bar the, on, the, on the line of being fired? Get out of
1: here. Mm-hmm. Why
2: would you fire somebody when you got, what, 50-some days left in the office?
1: Exactly. No, What's no the point? Point? What's that, the point. That would
2: be a true surprise. That would really be a surprise. It would be really foolish. So
1: yeah. I'll let you on fire in a few weeks. In a few weeks, you'll be gone in a few Exactly. In a
2: few weeks, you'll be out of here.
1: Yeah.
2: You need to be packed already anyway. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's go. That's so fast. All right. Um, back to this COVID thing. I mean, this is getting out, out of hand. A Hawaiian couple arrested for flying knowing they had COVID virus. Mm. Wesley Morib and Courtney Peterson boarded their flight from San Francisco to Hawaii on Sunday. The couple knew they had already tested positive for the coronavirus. Um. The couple ignored the advice of airport officials who instructed them not to travel and walked onto the um, United Airlines plane with both their luggage and a virus uh, that's already killed almost 275,000 people. So the couple were arrested shortly after landing um, and now face uh, second-degree reckless endangerment charges. Uh, they knowingly boarded a flight aware of their positive COVID-19 test results, placing the passengers of flight in danger of death. So if, if, if they were, if they are convicted, um, he's 41 and, and um, Peterson, he's 46, could face up to a year in jail and a $2,000 fine. So the incident comes days after the Centers for the CDC and Prevention pleaded with um, Americans not to travel for the holiday season, which they did, as cases across the United States continued to surge in record numbers. Um, the police said in a preliminary report by the San Francisco International Airport quarantine station revealed that the couple was asked to isolate and not to board the plane to Hawaii on Sunday following their positive test that's ridiculous. How did they get on the plane? They should have it should have been like a red alert saying, okay, these two passengers are, you know, whatever, and a passport or a number or something they had. Um let me go on. Once they landed um at the airport, the police who had been alerted about the couple took them into custody. The couple's 4-year-old child was released in a family to a family member. The couple also um has since been released after posting a $1,000 bail for each. See, that's just selfish and reckless.
3: Yeah. That's just that's, that's rough.
2: But see, to me, that just kind of sums up the attitude of a lot of people when it comes to dealing with this, this virus. Yeah. You have a lot of people who say things like, well, if I get it, I'll get it. But I'm not going to let this thing keep me from living my life. Right. And okay. they don't have any regard for the fact that, okay, you might rebound from it. Yeah. But somebody else who you contact. come in contact with might not. Right, they don't think like that. But my thing is, you still shouldn't have been able to board. Because a lot of places, they take um, the temperature thing, they use a temperature monitor. Mm-hmm. And if your temperature is over a certain um, amount, or That's it. yeah, you can't go nowhere. How? They shouldn't have been able to get on that plane. But see, that lets you see the breakdown in the policies of United. Because obviously they had to have been tested, my guess, is mm-hmm. that they got tested right there when they were checked, mm-hmm. when they checked in, and somebody told them, no, you're testing, you're coming up positive or something. Right. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be allowed to fly, you need to go home and isolate. Right. And they said, I got a ticket in my hand, mm-hmm. I'm going home. And they went on and got, went on through the gate. Right. And if there's no other checkpoint in between, right. To stop them, which is clearly what happened, but it it should have been a, a, an alert.
1: Privileged. Don't look at them. Don't well. Get privilege it. and complexion
2: and yeah, are. It, I mean, I don't know what they look like, but they they were Hawaiian citizens.
1: Yeah, they look they look white.
2: What I'm saying before they got on the airline, they somebody should have been alerted. Like, look, passenger one, two, three, four. Yeah. can't board because of whatever. They need some other... Uh, That's what should have happened. Right. Some they should have of, wired ahead to the people that when you scan that boarding pass, mm-hmm. before you walk down that thing right. to get on the plane, Right. that thing should have gone off and alerted like, right. oh, I'm sorry, I need you to stand over here Right. and call security and right. get them escorted out, right. but that didn't happen. Right. So whoever else was on that plane... They put everybody on the plane, the yep. flight crew, mm-hmm. everybody, at risk. Yeah. That's why I'm scared to fly. It's just yeah. some some incidents like this. You just don't yeah, because they keep trying to tell us that it's safe,
4: mm-hmm. that they have
2: all these things in place to keep everything safe, but then stupid stuff like this happens. So what happens since they've been on the plane? You're supposed to go home and quarantine yourself. I guess. Cause see, what happened is that their situation got caught. From what I'm hearing. After the fact, mm-hmm. they got on the plane, flew back to Hawaii, but meanwhile, the airport in where were they leaving? San Francisco. Mm-hmm. The airport in San Francisco called the airport in Hawaii right. and said, "Nab them mm-hmm. as soon as they get off the plane." Right. So that's how they got around. Maybe they just slipped through the cracks, and so you know, something. I mean, but yeah, but that could have been could have been deadly for everybody on that plane. Should be some type of alert or something. Yeah. Okay. Well, you yeah. know what? And they're old enough to know better. These people were in their 40s, you said? Mm-hmm. So we're not talking about teenagers. They're old enough to know better. <laughs> Put them on the kiss it list. Okay. Because okay. mm-hmm. that's some bull. You shouldn't be doing that kind of stuff. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. What, what else is happening? Well, I'll tell
1: you, th- this is going to be the ultimate thing right here. You know, just like the O.J. Simpson trial and everything else, Rodney King that had his own racial differences and divisions, who will get the coronavirus, who, who will get the corona vaccine first?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I tell you what, I'm looking at a war to come up big time about this because everybody is privileged. This is when you're going to see – privilege step into play and, and it's just gonna be ugly.
2: It's gonna blow our mind, huh? Now
1: helping and now this guy here who's horrible, helping human services secretary his name is Alex Azar. This man is he got his tongue so far up Trump's booty hole
0: mm. it's not
1: even funny, okay? He said if approved, which is gonna be approved, vaccines could be available in the United States before Christmas and that it would be governed. it would be governors who decide which segment of the population will be the first in line to receive them. All right, so apparently it sounds like they're going to push it on the different states and all.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Now, Azar, like I said, that jerk-off, said that after Pfizer applied for its uh, emergency use authorization, you know, the FDA announced an advisory committee meeting on on, uh, December 10th when they're going to try to sort it all out. If everything is on track, everything everything proves out everything proves out what what appears to be we could be looking at approval within days after that after the temp, so to speak mm-hmm. all right
0: mm-hmm.
1: now what they're saying now that uh this general pen pen perna, the chief operation officer of operations of what they call warped speed mm-hmm. and, and, and yeah, that and was the white House. said yeah. that uh. Uh, everything was shipped within 24 hours of the FDA's approval, mm-hmm. shipped to different states. Now, states have already put numbers up saying that they need 170,000 vaccines, and they only slated to have 40,000 come in.
0: Mm-hmm. So they, yeah, way, stuff like that.
1: The numbers are way below what everybody needs so far. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, Trump gave this company, uh, what's it called, Pfizer.
2: Pfizer and Pfizer and Moderna and right now Pfizer
1: already holds down all some some all the major ph- uh, pharmaceutical stuff that's out there already mm-hmm. they hold down what it bring me high blood pressure stuff whatever you know so they're already okay. making they a gazillion gazillion dollars so all right so we could be seeing both of which of both of which vaccines out there are getting into uh, people's arms before Christmas now when we say people. Who are you talking about exactly? I mean, you know, everybody's saying, well, the first, you know, first responders should get it. You know, my opinion is should get it be nursing homes and things like that. That are and you definitely got to give it to the first. Well, responders. I did hear
2: them say nursing homes and you know people that are at high risk, right. such as nursing home residents
1: mm-hmm. and anybody and who's on their medical, deathbed,
2: medical staff, first responders, stuff like let that. Let
1: me tell you something. I believe personally, my mother passed away with that disease. Anybody that's on their deathbed should get a shot in the arm to give them the opportunity to live. Mm-hmm. You know, anybody who was in dire straits at that time, in that um, what do you call that uh, intensive care unit, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. and
1: they got all the bubbles around them and everything, mm-hmm. they should definitely get it. But yeah. but he shouldn't make it political. It shouldn't make it racial. Mm-hmm. It needs to get down to the depths of the projects. Right. Because it seems like stuff when it's heading toward our area, it gets stopped. It gets yeah. you know me? It mm-hmm.
2: starts thinning The suburban out, right. crowd
1: grabs it for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. The privileged people come along and they throwing out money and everybody's making deals and
0: Yeah.
1: It just I hope I hope that it doesn't turn into a circus. A
2: circus,
1: circus. a racial yeah. circus, a you know, I mean mm-hmm. Everybody going, I got that vow, man. It has the potential
2: to get very political and very ugly.
1: But what happens, too, when stuff starts to get dirty, all of a sudden it gets to be illegal. Mm. Now, not illegal, but it gets perpetrated. It gets copycatted. Now somebody's got a vow out that has a great top like that one has, Mm. a little liquid in the bottle, and my man's on the phone. you ain't got no vows. Yo, yo, I got that that vaccine." vaccine. Yo, yeah, that's the it last
2: out. thing we need. Sounds like a movie. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's crazy. And I heard today on the news they were talking about some kind of hacker something that was going on. Mm-hmm. That they're hackers trying to infiltrate people, the
1: delivery system. Some people wake up in the morning, that's what they do. Or
2: how, um, how the vials would be distributed mm-hmm. across the country or something. So
1: I got that vaccine. Be on the
2: lookout for these spam or fake mail. Right, I got that things.
1: syringe. What you need? I got to shorten you. I got the baby needle. I got the medium needle. I got the adult needle. I got syringes. I got that vaccine. I got them. you know what I mean? This stuff, it can get out of hand mm-hmm. if we don't handle it professional like we need to handle it. Mm-hmm. And people just need to start doing what they supposed to do because these Midwest people yeah. out in North and South Dakota didn't care, didn't give a damn. Mm-hmm. And it's like the one guy that got killed at the, at the rally it was named uh, the pizza guy. The black dude. Oh, what's his name? Herman, Remember, Hurricane.
0: Uh, Her, mm-hmm.
1: He sitting in the audience with no masks on, talking to all them crazy white folks,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and next thing, his ass dead as a doorknob. Mm-hmm.
2: But you know, too, I think um, if I can interject about the media, the news media, they tell them too much. You know, mm-hmm. vaccines are coming in, and how they coming in, and how they got to be stored. We yeah. all know that, and. You know, it it opens a potential for hackers mm-hmm. and for people to, to grab that's something. True. Sometimes yeah. too much information is much information. Yeah, same with
1: military secrets and all. Which yeah, ship it, is it, coming it. in, when, Don't where? tell
2: me until the, until the stuff get here, you know. And then we, you know, we distribute it, so to speak. I mean, don't give it blow by blow. I mean, no, it's just too much. Well, I think sometimes that's the problem with when you say we're we're trying to be transparent. Yeah. I think there needs to be a line drawn between what is transparent and what is TMI. Right. Yep. Because at some point transparency is one thing. Right. But when like you said, when you're mm-hmm. telling us blow by blow yeah. you're basically letting people who want to do some harmful activity. Yeah, you're telling them right. okay, here are mm-hmm. the the points where you could possibly get in and mm-hmm. do some mischief. Mm-hmm. So sometimes if they don't know all of that right. You know, at least you can still keep uh, the advantage. Right. right. It's like some Mission Impossible shit.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I wonder why, why I watch Mission Impossible all the time. This is why.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> See, <it's laughs> on top of it. Yes,
2: indeed.
1: Well, let me, let me finish this here a little bit. Oh, okay. It says that the federal government will ship it through the normal vaccine distribution system to the different states. Then the governors are responsible for deciding which hospitals and pharmacies will receive it. Okay? Okay. They'll be determined which groups to be prioritized. Also, this guy, this Jerkov, Azar, also, I hate to put Jerkov in front of his name, but I will. Azar also discussed the government strategy of uh, messaging, given that polls suggested many Americans are, are weary of taking a, a vaccine that they believe yeah, isn't sufficiently that's tested. True. Okay, but then what about the... the, the a
4: lot of trepidation now, about that. Now,
1: then again, now you got people here over here denying vaccine, vaccinating their children. What about them jerk-offs? Okay, that aren't, you know, they claim that they That's don't That's
2: what they call them, the, anti, yeah. the anti-vax anti community or yeah, something whatever. like that. All
1: right. <laughs> now, we've got a large public... This is the guy, again, Azar, said we got a large uh, public affairs campaign in the works. I hope we'll be on. I hope we'll be on the radio this week, and getting on TV soon thereafter to help educate people about these back these vac- vaccinations. Azar says uh, they plan to keep uh, politics out of the process and make sure that everything is done through these independent checks in the system. Now they also saying okay. that Britain gave emergency authorization on Wednesday to Pfizer. Yeah, they did. Okay.
2: So Pfizer uh,
1: uh, coronavirus vaccine, mm-hmm. leaping ahead of the United States to become the first uh, Western country to allow mass uh, mass uh, vaccination amongst the Brits. Mm-hmm. Brits beating the United States to authorization on the vaccine, um, code developed by the American companies. No, no. Now, this is an American company that put it out, but they sent it out to Britain first, okay? So no less... Uh, because britain them them being an also, So mm-hmm. Pfizer's doing well mm-hmm. financially. Yeah. All right. They
2: all got it at the same time, I believe. But Britain said, all right, we're good with the research, with the studies, with the information. Let's go.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. And the U.S. is like, okay, well, we're not going to move quite as fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they're still trying to, you know, look at all the data, and mm-hmm. which I think is a good thing. But on the other hand, you know, now Britain, I mean, it's not a race per se, Right. but Britain did say, all right, we're good, let's go.
1: And it's saying the majority, (laughs) finally, it's saying the majority of people are worried that due to Donald Trump's antics through the years that uh, he he is not uh, moving fast enough. The White House is not moving fast enough to get doses to people. You know, they're just Mm -hmm. doing their own thing, so. Mm-hmm. Know, but if, know, even uh, if he game. did
2: jump faster, would anybody mm-hmm. trust it? People <laughs> yeah. are distrusting it That's already. That's a good question. Yeah, you're right. That's a good point. So if we, even if the U.S. had gotten ahead of Britain right. and said, all right, we're going to release it by December 1, mm-hmm. even if the data is not complete, but we feel uh, 70%, 75% mm-hmm. confident, we're going to go with that, mm-hmm. folk would still be upset. True That. So, I, you know, I think this is a case of you're not going to make everybody happy. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. But, <clears throat> well, if you guys got any questions or comments, hit us up tonight, 914-803-4306. And press 1. Press 1 to get in the queue. All right. All right. We're going to go and get a quick refill. Right. And we're coming back on the other side of the break with the Hit It and Quit It headlines. We got some more good stuff for you. Don't you move.
4: Looking for a new cocktail to serve at your next dinner party? Trying to figure out what pairs well with your main entree? Then you need to visit the Cocktail of the Week archive at apajamaparty.com. We've got a list of all the cocktails we've featured on previous pajama party shows with recipes and pictures of the drinks. And believe me, we've had some good ones. And while you're on the website, visit the archives for previous shows. Just click on any date, and you can hear the shows again and again. We've got you covered at apajamaparty.com, And tell a friend. they will thank you.
2: This is Red Wine, and you're listening to WPJP, Bluff Talk Radio, Pajama Party. Check out my commentary. I like to call it, I'm Just Saying, because sometimes I am just saying. It's just my opinion. It's what I think. Hey, you don't have to agree, but if you disagree, call us up, 914-803-4306. Hey, don't forget, they can catch us on uh, Twitter also, uh, at apajamaparty.com, too. What's
3: the number, Poppa?
1: Nine one four eight zero three four three zero six. 803 4 I don't know how I got in this studio. Red Wine uh, came in here by himself. And me and Kettle just happened to come here and catch her stealing air time. As usual. You, you know, I was trying to do my own promo, and y'all just happened to show up what on the what
3: time? Oh, 9 o'clock, Eastern Time. 8 o'clock, Mountain Time.
2: 7 o'clock, Central Time.
4: No, that's
1: wrong. And six o'clock Western <laughs> time, <town. laughs> East West Coast time. Right,
3: okay. right. Either way. Check so if it you're out. in California,
2: call us at the six six p.m. Seven o'clock if you're hanging out in
1: Colorado somewhere. Seven o'clock. That's Central time. See now it's you got it all. Seven, up. seven o'clock if you're
4: in. Okay, uh, hey, it's nine o'clock Eastern. Michigan. Y'all do the math. Figure out where you
3: are. Check your watch. Nine right. o'clock Eastern. Right. Right.
1: Okay. Check us out. Nine o'clock Eastern Standard Time. 9:15 CP time, right? You know yep, said? that's
3: right. CP
1: it's time 9:15. There you go. All right. All right, bartender. Is hey. Bartender. Hey, is that Mr. Lowe? Hey, come
2: on, Mr. Lowe, Mr. bartender. I was trying
0: to jiggle my ice in my glass, but it that.
1: All right, welcome back to the John Party. One, who's Papa Didi, I'm here with Kevin, hello, and Red Wine.
2: Why, darling? It's right. time for the hit it and quit it headlines.
1: Hit it and quit it. Are you okay. Sure, we're gonna
2: do that. That's the plan.
1: Okay. All right,
2: hit it and quit it. We what got you got? A, got another Trump in the headline. Oh,
1: here we go. Uh,
2: Miss Ivanka Trump. Mmm. Oh boy. Imposed in lawsuit alleging misuse inaugural funds. Really. Uh, she was deposed on Tuesday as part of an ongoing lawsuit from the Washington, D.C. Attorney General, Family's which alleges the misuse of funds from President Donald Trump's inauguration in mm. 2017.
3: Mm.
2: Man. Uh, the Attorney General, Carl Rayson, uh, sued Mr. Trump's inaugural committee and the businesses overseeing Trump International Hotel in Washington back in January, claiming the non-profit... <laughs> Inaugural committee coordinated with Trump family members Hmm. to um, overpay for event space in a way that enriched the Trump. (laughs) Um, Racine claims the inaugural committee knew it was paying above market prices and failed to uh, consider cheaper alternatives. The lawsuit filed in D.C. Superior Court alleges more than $1 million was wasted on improper payments to the Trump Hotel for events based during the 2017 inauguration. Mm -hmm. The elder Trump daughter, as a senior advisor to the president, has been uh, intimately involved in the inner workings of the White House and assisted her father with the 2016-2020 presidential campaign. Ivanka Trump confirmed the um, disposition in a tweet, saying she spoke with officials for more than five hours. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. I wanted this she's sweat. I guess she's on the kiss it list, I guess, huh? Of course she is. Oh You know good and well what they did. That's oh, cool. Everything goes back to them. What they do. How are you gonna have an event and then say, Well, let's have it at Trump Hotel <laughs> And even though the rate is probably five times higher than any other hotel good in the city. We're going to do it there, so the money stays in the family. Of course, and y'all don't see anything ethically wrong with that. Yeah, but see, uh, to me, they just don't know those laws that you know that you know. It's a thin line, so they don't care, right? Okay. No, I think they no. I think they don't. I agree, they don't care. You're right. Maybe. They're not right. stupid. They feel
1: their father can, you know.
2: Do what they want, do what he wants. Handle
1: whatever comes up.
2: No, because they're clearly not stupid. Mm -hmm. They know what they're doing. They just figure, oh, well, if we get caught, we'll just act like, oh, I didn't know that was a problem. I'm not buying it. Okay.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. Get them and quit (laughs) them. Right, former former
1: President Obama, Bush, and Clinton Mm. volunteers to get a corona vaccine publicly. To prove it's safe. They're going to go on camera and do it live and everything, you know. Mm -hmm. Okay. So let's just hope that uh, they shake the place down first and make sure it's right. (laughs) Because that shit could become the new assassination and shit, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. Okay. Anyway.
1: Former president, uh, Barack Obama. Obama, George W. Bush, and Bill Clinton are volunteering to get their COVID-19 vaccine on camera to promote public confidence in the vaccine safety once the U.S. Uh, Food and Drug Administration authorizes one. All right? Okay. The three most recent former presidents hope, to, uh, hope for awareness, hope to hope to promote an awareness program that is uh, the builds confidence in the safety and effectiveness will be send a powerful message to the American public health officials to try to convince the public to take the vaccine. All right, Freddie Byrd, which is Bush's chief of staff, told CNN that the 43rd president had reached out to Dr. Anthony Fauci, the director of the National Institute of uh,
2: oh, man. Allergies tough.
1: and Infective Diseases and the nation's top infectious disease expert. And Dr. Deborah, uh, what's her name, Burke?
0: Yeah. She's
1: the one Trump just drove her ass crazy. <laughs> okay, the White House um, coronavirus response coordinators, they're, they're, the response of the coordinators is saying that they're really thrilled that these presidents are stepping up to, to show a nice public message uh, concerning mm-hmm. this. okay? Yes, yeah, good. All right, a few weeks ago, President Bush asked me to uh, let Dr. Fauci and Dr., uh, her last name is B I R X, I guess, Brax or something.
2: I think you got right, Burks. Yeah.
1: When the time is right, he wants to do what he can do to stop, uh, to help encourage uh, fellow citizens to get the vaccine. All right. Um, Ford told CNN, who, like I said, Ford is uh, George Bush's uh, <laughs> chief of staff, been there for the whole eight years with him. Mm-hmm. Not like Trump's people get fired every goddamn five minutes. <laughs> anyway, the first vaccine uh, needed to be uh, deemed safe, administered to the public. And, uh, you know, the presidents are going along with it, which is a good thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So uh, we're all looking forward to the day when the presidents get on TV and mm-hmm. get their vaccination, So
2: Well, that was very brave of that. Oh, yeah, it should be a nice um, public service announcement i tell you what was funny is I saw a clip of Trevor Noah, mm-hmm. who said, <laughs> he's so funny. He said, he said, yeah, that was a good move, very smooth for the three of them to say, yeah, we'll do it on camera. Mm-hmm. He said, because that puts them up in the front of the line. <laughs> he said, otherwise, they would have been waiting for a minute to get that vaccine. That's a good but one. doing it like this, mm-hmm. he was like, yeah, I see you. What do what they used to call Barack Obama? Barry? the white folks that were racist, they used to refer to him as Barry instead of Barack.
0: Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. He said, I see you, Barry. He said, that was real smooth. So y'all just got together and said, all right, let's do this. <laughs> we get up in the front of the line, that puts us like right up in the mood. Bam! <laughs> I said, okay, that's funny. Mm-hmm. But okay, um, I got one for you. A uh, formerly incarcerated lawyer, Isaac Wright Jr., has announced <laughs> He's running for mayor of New York City. Okay. i pushing. I guess he's had enough of Mr. Cuomo, and he said, oh, I'm going to do this and show you how to do it right.
0: Okay.
2: Now, according to his online bio, Wright is a native New Yorker born into a military family and has lived in almost every borough of New York City. Okay. Uh, he's a practicing attorney and executive producer of the ABC drama series For Life. Which in which which was inspired by his own story. Okay. Yeah. So if you haven't seen that series for life, it's about this brother. Okay. That series on ABC about the brother who ended up in jail, and then became a lawyer, right, and right, then got right, out, right. and went helping yeah. other people. This brother is now running up against Cuomo, or not running. He's announced his candidacy. So we'll see how it goes. But.
1: So what is he Republican? Um.
2: I didn't see anything that stated specifically what his uh, political party is, but he was wrongfully convicted on drug charges and sentenced to life in prison. He studied law and crime while behind bars and proved his innocence in court, winning his freedom after serving seven years in prison. So he's saying that he understands law enforcement in a way that he was able to get a law enforcement officer and a veteran to actually come clean and admit their fault even though he was facing prison time. Mm -hmm. Um, He says the years of dealing with those issues has allowed him to take that experience and individually turn an officer around. And he thinks he could do the same thing with the New York Police Department. So he's excited about doing this. He put his hat in the ring and said, yeah, I'm I'm announcing my candidacy. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, So um, he's saying that he understands his background is very different than other opponents.
0: Mm-hmm. And
2: while he doesn't claim to be a true activist, he told um, People magazine, who was interviewing him, that his friends and colleagues pushed him to run in previous years, but finally now he feels the time is right. Mm. So... Mm-hmm. what's his name again? His name is, I know I just said it, now I don't, where, where, where did his name go? Wright, what's his first name? His last name is Wright, W-R-I-G-H-T. Okay. Isaac, that's it. Isaac Wright, Jr.
1: Okay. What's in the scene? So he must be a Republican. Doesn't <laughs> say
2: no, it doesn't say. I don't
1: know. Well, why would you not be? How's he going to run against Cuomo being a, de- a Democrat?
2: He's running against, um, I'm sorry, mayor. Did I say Cuomo? I did. He's running against, for mayor of New York City. Okay. So he's running against uh, de Blasio. De
1: Blasio's a Democrat officer. Right. So he wants mm-hmm. to be a Republican. Which is no big deal. No, difference.
2: he can be a Democrat.
1: How are you going to be a Democrat running against a Democrat?
2: Other people can run on the same in the same party to oppose him. He doesn't have to be on the opposite side. Mm-hmm. That's not true. Yeah, it is.
1: Mm-hmm. You don't a have to be from not, the opposing. A party does not uproot another party.
2: He just said he's announcing his candidacy.
1: As a Republican to run against him.
2: Okay, I, it doesn't state what his political All right, well, party let me, is, let me say so something I don't to know.
1: You. Would anybody run against Trump as a Republican right now? The party does not uproot their own person who's already in office. In I understand to, what
2: you're saying. I'm just no, saying so that I can't debating, confer, I, I wasn't debating. I'm it. talking law. I'm not know. I'm
1: not talking against you.
2: I just said I don't know. All
1: right, well I'm, I'm so telling I'm, I'm you in not order for him to run against Cuomo yes no to run against Como or the Blasio, he has to be a Republican. Because you don't up you don't uproot your own party that's already in office.
2: Okay.
1: It's not even they don't even you don't even do that. You're already in. You got a job already as that particular political party.
2: Okay, gotcha.
1: Okay, so let's look up this political affiliation.
2: Okay, well, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll look it up during that break. This will be a real quick one, because we're coming right back with kettle and cocktail of the week. So let's take this break, and we'll check it out and let you know. Be right back.
4: It's another Friday night at the Pajama Party Show, and we're here with our PJs on, because you know we don't allow clothes in here. If you enjoyed the Pajama Party Show, why not invite a friend or tell a neighbor to tune in right now? Go ahead and text them. I'll wait. Tell them to call us right now at 914-803-4306. And if they want to join in on the conversation, tell them to press 1 so that we'll know they have something to say. We'd love to meet your neighbors, friends, and relatives. So send them a text, email them, or call them up, and tell them to join us for the Pajama Party live on Blog Talk Radio. The more the merrier. Or is it Misery Loves Company? Or whichever. Tell them to call us up on nine one four eight zero three four three zero six 803 4306 if they just want to listen, or press 1 if you want to join the conversation. Now let's get back to the crew and more of the Pajama Party show while I try to find out who hid the belt from my road, I tell you the truth. Y'all know you're so wrong for that.
1: All right, welcome back to the John you Winnie Host Papa DM Hello. And Red Wine.
2: I'm darling. It's time for the cocktail of the week. Week, week, week. Cattle, what you got for us this week? Mm, I was gonna say before I talked about the cocktail, we didn't find his political party, so mm. if anyone knows hit us up tonight, nine one four eight oh three forty three oh six. Press one. Press one to get in the queue. So maybe
0: Holla.
2: Um, this one's called the Lion's Tail. Interesting. I'm a Leo, so hey, I'm quite sure I'm gonna enjoy this one. Um, we need two parts of Knob Creek bourbon. Ooh. Yeah. Excellent bourbon. Mm. Mm. No bang, bang headache in the morning. Um, Mm -hmm. A half a part of fresh lime juice, a half a part of all-spice dram liqueur, one dash of um, bitters, and one teaspoon of simple syrup. We're going to combine all ingredients in a cocktail shaker and stir. Pour into a chilled glass and garnish with a lime twist. That's Mm. called the lion's tail. Oh, yeah. Sounds pretty tasty. Yeah, I would try that.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm. I like it. Okay, Cocktail of the Week. Sponsored by DC Homegrown Entertainment. You can check them out at com. And thank you, Kettle, for that. The lion's tail. We'll have it posted on our website over the weekend. You can check out that recipe. Mm-hmm. Try it for yourself. Let us know if you like it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: By the way, that um, dram liqueur is an all-spice dram. is a simple liqueur flavored with allspice berries. It's also known as pimento dram because of the berries from the pimento tree. Oh, interesting. Sounds pretty good. Okay. Hey, learn something every day. Yeah, hopefully it's not hard to find. Yeah. Okay, well, we're going to shift gears and uh, kick it over to Papa Diddy. Papa Mm -hmm. Diddy, shall I ask the question? What's (laughs) popping? You got a lot going on. There's always
1: something (laughs)
3: popping.
2: What's popping, Papa Diddy?
1: Always something Mm
2: popping. All right, well, break it down. You know, um... Let's get into it. What's popping tonight?
1: You know, sometimes they always use the term... um, that people are thinking while you're sleeping mm-hmm. But If you're thinking crazy thoughts the Illegal thoughts And bullshit thoughts Then you're not really thinking you just trying to get over on people You know
0: mm-hmm.
1: What I don't understand is that Why some people think that Other people are so damn stupid I don't get it I just don't get it You know but That one thing One thing I want to focus on tonight is that uh there's a generation gap. It seems to be such a generation gap with younger people when it comes to older people, especially in the job market. I, let, let's talk about there. We won't talk about anything else. You know, it seems like sometime and I'm a, I'm a rag. I, I guess I would kind of consider myself the older generation. I mean, I look good as hell for my age. Don't get me wrong. But what I'm saying is that the younger generation, man, jokers in their 30s and 40s, whew, them motherfuckers is crazy, man. Not all of them. I'm not going to put them all in the gutter. But I am going to shit and piss on most of them. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying for the most part is that these jokers, man, they want to keep up and catch up with, with the older group. When you should just look and learn and use the older group as your ancestry base. Let me repeat that again. Your ancestry base. You got to have something to hold on to. In life, you got to have a handle to fall back on. You know what I mean? That's why you call your car Old Betsy or Old Girl. We give our car a name, you know, especially if it's not a new car. If your car is like a 19-something, 1995, or a 2000, shit, I ain't got to go to the 19s, I can go to the damn two thousand shit, so long ago. You got a
4: 2003,
1: 2004, 2005, that shit old, you know what I mean? We in the 20s, so if you ain't got 13 or 14, your shit is old, okay? So what I'm saying is that when you take your, your 2003, 2004 car, And you call it Old Betsy, or you get done a long trip, and you say, Old Betsy got me there, got me there and back, you know. I done drove from fucking San Francisco to to L.A. in this old-ass car. Right, so you respect that old-ass car, because it got your ass there. And the same with older people. Do the same shit with them. They got you there. They carried you. They took care of you. They gave you what you needed when you needed it. Because it's not always a bunch of shit you may need. You just may need some good advice. Somebody tell you don't fuck with this or don't touch that. It's like we tell kids, the fucking stove is hot. Touch this your shit, you're going to burn your goddamn fingers. You know, the same shit that you tell a child is the same shit the older people trying to tell you younger people. But you'll get in our environment and disrespect the shit out of us. I don't understand why. You look at us like we're so beneath you. Especially when we're working together on the same computer. You always want to show us some fancy shit. Let's just do the regular shit and get the job done. You want to go, oh, no, you really ain't got to do it that way. If you do it this way, you do it this If you do it this way, you do way. I don't want to know the fucking shortcut. Let's do the fucking long cut. How about the long cut? Let's learn the long cut first when you teach me some old fancy shit. And then you did it too fast. Now I got to do double work. Who likes to do double goddamn work? Because your fast, fancy ass did some fancy shit and left the then you left the shit locked in. You don't even put the computer back to normal. You ever come behind a young child that left all that damn PlayStation shit on the TV and all you wanna do is put NBC back on the motherfucker? And say, yo man, cut off that goddamn Every time I cut the TV on, fucking PlayStation 3's on, NFL some Madden's on, fucking NBA is something's on, will you put the shit back on regular goddamn TV? You know what I mean? Let's start back from the beginning and everything in life. Why do we have to let the young people put it, hang us by the balls upside down with fucking dental floss? You know what I mean? We're all, please, we are your elders. Respect your elders. Stop fucking with, stop, no, I ain't going to say stop fucking with Stop thinking you're fucking with our heads. You ain't fucking with our ass with your young broke ass. You ain't got a pot to pop the piss in the window to fucking throw it out of. But you're going to take older people and shit on them every day. Like, they're so fucking old and so stupid, but you don't want to always get in trouble and you get your dumb ass bailed out. How about that shit? I'm going to leave it at that. Okay.
2: Ooh, right. mm. Oh, my gosh. Ooh, Papa Dee Dee coming. Mm. Oh, my goodness. I ain't, you know. She said I ain't putting up with it.
1: Mm. Mm. I'm sorry.
2: Oh my
1: goodness! Forgive me. You know what I mean Woo. disrespect nobody. Tough as enough. I oh. ain't trying to disrespect nobody. And I'm not talking about everybody. If the shoe fits, you wear that motherfucker. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> drink to that. I
2: will. How about
1: that?
3: I will drink
2: to that. <laughs> Woo! Mm-hmm.
1: Fuck 'em if they can't take a joke.
2: Oh my gosh! Well, as always, say we're gonna lighten it up.
1: Lighten it up. <laughs>
2: Papa's, excuse my expression, but Papa set our ass on fire tonight. Yes he did. We got to go down to the river cool off so we gonna lighten Hell it
1: up.
2: Oh my goodness. Okay, lighten it up. All right, what Light
3: we
2: got up. here? Oh. Um oh, am I first? Oh, okay. Let oh yeah, you let, should let, let me do this real quick. Come on. Okay. Adolf Hitler wins election in Namibia. Hmm. Yeah. That how long? yeah, that's what I said. Adolf Hitler. What? A black man named Adolf Hitler Are you serious? won an election in Southwest African country of Namibia. Is he huh. crazy? <laughs> I know. <laughs> and he's, he's been kind enough to let everybody know that he has no plans to take over the world. Mm. Mm. Adolf Hitler Unona of Namibia's Southwest African People's Organization Party mm. was sworn mm. in as counselor of the Ampunja constituency on Wednesday. Ampunja is located in Namibia's north, northern Oshana region, and during the country's election, uh, November 27th, Onuna won 1,196 votes over his opponent, Abner Mambaya, Mambala of the Independent Patriots for Change Party.
0: Mm -hmm. So,
2: speaking with a German newspaper, the 54-year-old Unona said that his father picked that unorthodox name for him Mm -hmm. and was likely unaware of Adolf Hitler's infamous role in history. Mm -hmm. Namibia was also a former German colony from 1884 to 1915. Mm-hmm. So basically, the name Adolf was not very uncommon
0: mm-hmm. in that
2: region. Mm-hmm. So he said, as a child, <laughs> it was a totally normal name. But.
1: Uh, until you tapped into Hitler. Yeah.
2: But he said, it wasn't until he grew up that he realized that this man wanted to subjugate the whole world. And he said, I have nothing to do with any of those things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He said, his wife just calls him Adolf. Mm, mm, mm. And he said that he usually just goes by Adolf Unona in public. But mm. so he kind of drops that middle name.
1: Well, <laughs> you know? he could have won the city hall, motherfucker.
2: Mm. Well, he said that he, um, Hitler remains his middle name on all official documents mm. because it's just too cumbersome to try to get it changed. Mm. So, of course, news of his victory quickly went viral across mm. social media as the novelty of a man named Adolf Hitler Taking public office in uh, this year seemed, you know, kind of chaotic and crazy. So, uh, uh, shout out to Adolf Hitler.
1: Adolf Hitler.
2: Adolf Hitler. Running things in Ah, Virginia. Hitler. Ah, Hitler.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Go ahead, Adolf.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> All right. I got a burglary in California. It was a dozen fighting raccoons. Uh oh. Police in California responded to a report of a The cause of the ruckus actually was caused by about a dozen brawling raccoons. The Richmond Police Department um, said two officers responded to City um, Corporation Yard after an employee called authorities (laughs) to report a banging on the administration office, office door that sounded like a burglar attempting to break in. Although mentally prepared to take action for an in-progress felony, the crime-fighting duo uh, were surprised to find approximately one dozen raccoons in a physical altercation. (laughs) Okay. Um, When challenged uh, all but one fled westbound. police said they broke up the raccoon, quote-unquote, the raccoon invasion successfully, and they left the scene. So, 12 raccoons were up in there fighting. Yep. Everybody left at one. It's always one. So, one of them was like, come on. Come on.
1: On the fifth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. You're
2: going to walk over here, but you're going to back. 12 raccoons.
1: Poor <laughs> calling birds.
2: Oh, girl. Three French <laughs> hens. Woo! <laughs> two turtle doves. And a raccoon ready to fight.
1: All right, here we go. All right now we know that you? Australia is full of kangaroos f- and koalas. Okay. All right. I mean they are there all over the place. I've seen. It. Now these jokers left the door open in the house and a koala wandered into their family house
0: mm-hmm.
1: and got up into the Christmas tree.
0: Mm-hmm. Because you
1: know koalas just live in trees. That's what they do.
0: Mm-hmm. They don't give a
1: shit what it is, whether it's a palm tree apple tree, orange tree, whatever, <laughs> they in a the tree. They go in the house, they go open a tree. All right? Mm-hmm. So uh, as it reads, an Australia family was in for a big surprise this week when they discovered a koala bear had wandered to their home and climbed into their Christmas tree.
0: Wow. Well,
1: that's something that you don't see every day, wrote Armando uh, McCormick in a Facebook post on Wednesday.
0: Mm-hmm. We
1: just came home to a real-life koala up in our Christmas tree in our lounge room.
0: That's
1: okay. crazy. McCormick posts photos on Facebook of the curious creature nestled among the tree ornaments and looking <laughs> quite content. <laughs> when it's new, po- it, looking quite content with his new porch. Porch, okay, in what's called the Coromando Valley, South Australia, home, okay. Now, oh, Amanda's a woman, okay. <laughs> she she, <laughs> she explained in the comments. I saw she thought, I thought was a fucking boy. Oh She boy. explained in the comments of the post that the family had uh, left the back door open so their dog could get in and out in the morning. Oh boy! you would be making. You need to get me, one of those doggy
3: doors. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Anyway.
1: They're like, fuck it. That's our dog. I guess they don't get robbed up there.
3: I guess.
1: All right. All right. <laughs> Little lady, as they call the dog, must have just wandered off and made made herself. Little lady is what they call the koala. Excuse me, must oh. have just wandered in the home and made herself at home. McCormick wrote. While the koala, nicknamed the uh, Delphine, may have been a cute addition to the they tree, they named her. They mm. nicknamed her. Mm. Oh boy, Delphine. Then they also called her fucking uh, little lady. Anyway, yeah, yeah, they take them in. They fucking, they get them and they talk about them for two minutes, then all of a sudden they're feeding it fucking caviar. Okay, nicknamed Delphine, may have been a cute addition to the tree. Uh, The animal certainly couldn't stay there. So McCormick called Volunteer Run, which is a koala rescue organization. Mm. And the phone number is 1-300-KOALA.
2: They get that many koalas stuff in there I doing I tell you, koalas crazy. is
1: fucking kangaroos. Oh, mm. boy. The organization said that uh, its hotline operator received a call about the holiday koala, mm. and she mm. thought she was being pranked, first of like, all. Like, hello, we have a so koala in out. our Christmas tree.
2: Could you come and get it?
1: Mm. But in all actuality, it's a common event for koalas to wander into people's homes in Australia because crime is low and doors are open everywhere.
2: Mm. Okay. So
1: koalas coming there and shit and they name they them. You shouldn't tell
2: it. people that. Alright. Yeah. They
1: live throughout the mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. what they call the Adelaide suburbs. Now, so that is uh that's going to happen, which is where is a huge population of koalas. Wow. Okay. D Haran Halang, who was the uh, co founder of the organization of koalas, told CBS News now. Mm-hmm. We have never had a koala in a Christmas tree before. <laughs> Certainly a first for us. Really? <laughs> Come on
2: now. Oh uh,
0: Wow. He thought tree. it
2: was one of his trees. He's, you know, just hey, yeah, clinging hey, on. Here's a tree. That's yeah. what they do. Yeah, climbing. He was clinging on.
1: When you're born with them kind of feet, that's what the fuck you do is climb mm. trees, you don't give a shit what's okay.
2: up. Okay. Well, 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 that's our weird news for the night. <clears throat> if you guys got any unusual <laughs> stories... Well, we can laugh tonight. Like, give us a call, 914-803-4306. And press 1. Press 1 to get in the queue. All right. Take a little CC. Okay. Right. Well, and we'll be back on the other side of the break with moi, and I'm just saying.
1: Hey, this is Papa Didi. Join me on Friday nights live at the Pajama Party Adult Online Radio Talk Show. And don't miss my segment called Living for the City and What's Poppin'.
2: Hey, and, and join me. This is Redwine with the long, long stem, and I've got the hot topics in my commentary called I'm Just Saying. And don't forget, the cocktail of the week for me, Shadow with the Yellow Top. I got the Hollywood Wrap-Up along with Weird News. And don't forget, we've got the kitchen list. That's for the people who get on our last nerves and you want us to call them out.
1: So join us on Blog Talk Radio for the pajama party.
2: Every Friday night at 9 p.m. on the East Coast and 6 p.m. on the West Coast. Go to apajamaparty.com to listen online or follow us on Twitter at apajamaparty. Call us live, 914 803 4306. And don't forget to press 1.
1: Now let's get back to the show.
2: Hey, what happened to the snack tray? Or the bartender?
1: Does he want to see my slippers?
2: I'll call the room service.
1: All right, welcome back, welcome back to the pajama party. I wonder who's popping to eat in a kettle? Hello. Red
2: wine. why, darling.
1: All right, we're going to uh, go to uh, red wine with her segment of the show, which is called I'm Just Saying. Mm-hmm. Well,
2: take thank it away. you, darling. Take it away. Okay, tonight, I'm just saying now, I heard just yesterday that your boy, Secretary of State, Mike Pompeo...
1: Pompeo, that's his name.
2: Mike Pompeo has already sent out roughly 900 invitations for indoor holiday parties. 900. Dude, do you know that coronavirus is raging? I don't give a shit. Why are you sending out 900 invitations for freaking indoor holiday parties? You don't give a shit. At first, I thought... When I heard that, okay, well, that that can't be right, since we're in the middle of a pandemic, no less. But it turns out, yeah, that's true. And it's not just him. Mm. The White House has had at least, or has at least, 20 holiday parties planned. 20.
1: They just had one, too. Yeah,
2: they just had one. But they got all these holiday parties planned, and nobody is required to wear masks. They're saying masks are recommended but not required. Okay. Now, how stupid is this? <clears throat> how many more super spreader events do they need to host to to understand how this turns out? I'm just saying your position does not make you immune. Mm-hmm. Apparently, though, it can make you stupid. Now, Pictures from a White House party that Papa Didi just mentioned that happened on this Tuesday, it just passed, showed the majority of the attendees all without masks.
0: Mm-hmm. Not
2: all, but the majority mm-hmm. without masks. Now, of course, Trump was there still spouting lies about how the election was rigged and stolen and all that. But the point is hardly a mask was seen in the bunch. Mm-hmm. Are these people so pressed? to be in his presence or Pompeo or whoever's presence, Mm -hmm. that they would risk taking coronavirus home to their loved ones. I'm just saying position does not make you immune. Now, these people were given, these people like Trump and Pompeo and et cetera, were given positions of leadership and responsibility that means that they should set examples for the rest of us to follow. Every day we see and hear these doctors telling us, uh, and, you know, people from medical profession, et cetera, imploring us to wear masks, wash our hands, socially distance. We hear this all day, every day. And what do these numbnuts do? They go have super spreader parties. And don't require people to wear masks. And they're in like a closed-in environment. The heat's going to be on. They're going to be eating and drinking. Who's going to be really trying to protect themselves? Once you start drinking, it's over. It is completely over. You might as well just have a punch bowl that says, get your coronavirus here. Here. God. Mm. I mean, I'm just saying. Your position doesn't make you immune. Everybody is prone to this virus. This virus has no respect of person. The best way to keep people safe is just to send out greeting cards. You know, if you really want to celebrate the holidays, send folk a note. Send them an email. Call them on the phone and say, hey, I just wanted to say I was thinking about you. Happy holidays. Be safe. Wear your mask. Socially distance. Wash your hands. If you really care, that's what you should be doing for folks not having super spreader events, I get it that y'all are about to get the heck up out of there because your time is up. You got about, what, 54, 50, 53 days or so left to to ride this wagon, and then the party is over. But does that mean you got to potentially kill people on the way out? What is your problem? I'm just I'm just trying to understand... I mean, it's like downright ignorance and disrespectful to the people that are fighting this disease on the front line and to those who have fallen from the disease. Do you have no regard and respect for them? This administration cannot leave the White House fast enough for me. Our country is losing more than 2,000 people every day to coronavirus. And these fools want to go have big parties? I am beyond disgusted. This is Red Wine, and I'm just saying, position does not make you immune. But clearly, it has made these people more idiotic than they usually are. Hmm. Okay. I was saying clink, clean he's gonna drink. I'm to just that. saying, I mean what kind yeah. of stupidity is this? Yeah. You sit up here, you hire these people to tell you what's what. You got all these professionals and all these people, Dr. Fauci, Doctor Burks, all these people telling you what you should not be doing. They don't care. And Pompeo gonna send out nine hundred invitations to parties they trying to kill people. hmm. They live um, what do they call them? Spreaders? Super spreader events. Super spreaders. Mm-hmm. Spreader. That's
3: what they do. I'm like,
2: why don't you just send out little vials of cyanide? Oh. Say, no. here you go. Oh, wow. From the White House. Happy holidays. Mm, mm, mm. Crazy. Okay, now we are one red wine. Thank done. you. Done. Mm, done. Getting off your soapbox? I'm trying to. Mm, mm, mm. All right, we're going to take a break before we hit Papa Didi up and uh, find out what's happening and living for the city tonight. If you want to join the conversation, you can call us up. What's the number, Kelly? 914-803-4306. And press 1. We'll be back on the other side of the break. So I was looking over the cocktails of the Week archives, and we've had so many really great drinks over the past year and a half. We've had our original signature drink called the Majala Party, and a game
1: changer, and of course we have the last word. I like the Revolution. It was Hennessy, lemon and lime juice, agave juice, and bitters with jalapeno slices. I like that Crown Royal Flush with the Crown Royal peach
2: stock and cranberry juice. On. Oh, yeah. And one of my favorites huh, was the, uh, wait, what's it called? The Dutch Mule. Yeah, the Dutch Mule with the cattle Orange Vodka Lime Juice and Ginger Beer. There are so many to choose from on the abajamaparty.com website.
1: So check out the Cocktail of the Week archives to get the recipes. And you can find out how to make the Cocktail of the
0: Week
2: and sip them all with us. Are there instructions there, too? Sure, they are.
1: Along with pictures of the drink so you know exactly what it's supposed to look like.
2: So, what's that y'all got in your glass? This is a boomerang. Uh, well, I got a kinky Reed over here, I
1: got the Aviator.
3: Get the recipes at www.apajammaparty.com and click on
1: Cocktail of the Week. Cheers. All right, welcome back to the Pajama Party. once with host Papa Didi on your kettle. Hello. And red wine.
2: Bonsoir, darling. Mm. It's time for Papa Didi's. And living for the city. Mm-hmm. Ooh, what you got for us tonight, Papa Didi? Ooh.
1: Well, i tell you, you know, a couple of things. One, I'd like to definitely send out condolences to that little, little boy was killed in Washington, D.C. Little fifteen fifteen month old child. I'm sure the family's heart is completely broke over that two gifts that came to their family and um, you'll be taken away so soon. And um, I just wish people would stop the violence, you know, carrying children around, which is not going to stop. If somebody's after you. Then you got to stop making them as your protection as you go out when you know somebody's on your ass or something. And it's just, you know, it's just very hurtful to see that. I hope that in God's speed, the family can... Get their life back in order, because I'm sure their heart is completely shattered right now. But um, also to ride on with um, Red Wine was saying earlier, you know. I mean, at the end of the day, as God would have it, you know, good will always oversee evil. I don't see nothing in the world yet where where good is never over is ever trumped evil. You know, I don't want to use damn word Trump you know Trump is the word we use in the card game and everything else and Trump done fucked it up we can't use that word no more without thinking about this dumbass and we use the word Trump on everything you know to Trump a situation to go over something to overdo something you know but anyway you know these people came in with viciousness like, like everybody else was stupid and the sad part about it it's not so much the people that they have manipulated or beat down because of their less fortunateness but it's the people that agreed what they asked through the last four years. The people that went along with this shit. It just lets me know that Mitch McConnell is just a a fucking jerk-off on all four sides. You know, you just, excuse my language, I said that shit to make my story sound better. You know, for you to go along with this man and you call yourself a conservative, and now you're trying to impress him based on his job as presidency, but at some point, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta step up. I mean, look how Nick Nixon went down, and it was real. It wasn't like Barr acting like he they mad at each other because I tell you, there's two hundred million dollars in a kitty somewhere that they gotta ease out the back door with. So if you're gonna, and I always think objective when it comes to Trump. I don't think, I don't say the obvious shit. Oh yeah, he's trying to get the stuff overtone. No. Trump don't give a shit about getting nothing overturned. Okay, he know he's gone. He know he got his ass whooped. He know all the stuff he said over the last three and a half years that have totally disrespected a lot of groups, a lot of organizations. Everybody from the uh, the indigent people all the way down to the Spanish people, locking up kids, saying all kind of shit. Grabbing pussies, everything he said in his time frame that has affected his, his legacy. And God don't like ugly. And I don't care how much you think your guys kept to anything. I could be the most handsome man in the world, the most suave guy on the planet. But if I don't have personality and attitude to go with that shit, Good looks don't mean a goddamn thing unless you got attitude and personality go along with that shit and the ability to persuade people for the goodness of your heart and to get in your corner. But if you're just being an asshole without giving a shit about the other side of things, you know, life is a fourth side thing. In life, you really got to trust people on all four sides. That That's what life is all about. Whatever you do, get married or whatever you do in life to, to commit yourself to another person. All four sides have to be your 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 goal of why you're with this person. I trust this motherfucker on all four sides. If I drop here today, they can take my ass and carry my ass and bury my ass and signify my ass, speak for my ass, and all that jazz. Watch my funky, dirty-ass draws that'll leave me in the middle of the floor. You know, this is the kind of shit we look for. But Trump came along, didn't give a shit about nobody. Didn't give a shit of every day. Didn't give a shit about nobody. And had the ability to change everybody's mind. And I'm going to say this last thing. we got a little bit of time. I'm going to say this last thing, all right? I'm going to get in the sports world for a minute. Now, you remember how they hijacked the Colin, the Colin Kaepernick shit, right? Right. Totally isolated that brother from 32 teams. Trump made it so 32 teams got together that... Punk-ass joker from Dallas. What's his name? Jerry Jones. With his yeah. rich ass. That punk-ass motherfucker from the Atlanta Falcons. The other dude, the one that uh, was pissed off at Michael Vick because they gave him a million dollars and he went to jail on the ass. Uh, all of them. All these teams. 32 teams. Now, let's talk about 2020. Tom Brady. $50 million for two years. Philip Rivers. 25 million dollars for one year one year he was already washed up with the chargers he was going to resign but a guy who who he he must have helped this guy out years ago the coach of the damn
0: uh
1: Indianapolis colts he picked up Philip rivers for one year now they taking Philip rivers out and putting him in and bringing a brother in there Another guy, they back and forth because Rivers gets tired as hell because he's old as hell. They taking him out halfway the game, bringing him in, taking him out, bringing him in, catering to him for $25 million a year. Sorry as hell. The Jets quarterback, guy named Darnall, sorry as hell. Okay, when Dak Prescott got hurt with the Dallas Cowboys, they got the redhead boy who got hurt. He's been out for a couple of weeks. And this other guy tells underneath him. Don't know jack from shit. Oh
2: yeah, Dalton.
1: All these people are just horrible. Even my team, the Philadelphia Eagles. This dude here, he ain't shit, and he got a hundred million dollar contract. Mm-hmm. And the Eagles ain't doing jack. And this man got a hundred million dollar contract. Wins. Wins. Fucked up. He's horrible. Look at Horrible, I
3: don't know. okay?
1: That's a good question. All these jokers running around making all this money. Mm-hmm. The Jets right now are 0 and fucking 11. Ooh. They ain't won one game all year. Ooh. So with all this shit going on, what makes you justify the fact that you didn't bring fucking Colin Kaepernick in the game? And you're looking at about, and then, then let me finish now, Denver Broncos. With the COVID shit going on last Sunday, they didn't even have a quarterback. They had a fucking wide receiver working quarterback, mm-hmm. and all they was doing was what they call um what they call those those moves where you do fancy shit uh not hot dog uh, mm-hmm. uh it's yeah. they got yeah it's like a trick play, but they got a name for it uh i forget the name now it fails me but and were they, all they were doing was was these different moves where you do hike the ball to the guy and he throws it to somebody and run around. And, you know, all I'm saying in a nutshell is that, you know, God don't like ugly. I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? The NFL is, is so messed up. And that's why I praise my man, you know, Mahomes, on the Kansas on the City Chiefs, my homeboy. The young brother is just fantastic, you know. He's taking all this radical bullshit, and he's just flowing right through it. You know, you got Tom Brady, who's half-assed, gets his ass whooped every other week. (laughs) They pay that motherfucker $100 million for two years. He's getting his ass whooped every other week.
2: Mm. They got to pay for his AARP I mean, it's
1: crazy. It's crazy. Mm. All I'm saying in a nutshell is that, man, you know what? The one thing you got to do is go back to Martin Luther King and get on the right side of right and live a nonviolent campaign. Mm. Because Mm -hmm. that's the kind of shit that's going to allow you to know when people mess with you, or like on Bloody Sunday, going across that uh, that what's it called, the Pettis Bridge? Oh yeah. Going across that bridge, they weren't armed. They had no gun, no knife, no anything. And when they got to the other side, the white folks whooped their ass, put everybody's ass, <laughs> only because they hate. But how you gonna whoop somebody's ass that they ain't they ain't fighting back? They had no gun, no knife, no nothing. You just beat their ass with sticks and bottles and water. And, and dogs and all kind of shit just to show that you got the power. But you ain't got the power because ain't nobody shooting back at your ass. Mm-hmm. Now, what if every one of them black folks came over that bridge, had a fucking gun in their hand and a nightstick stick and everything up and a shield? Believe me, it was blood on both sides. Because mm-hmm. people trying to defend their life. they going to fight for their life. The same way when they went to hang black folks back in the day. You look up, it was 25 people there to hang that black man. Because it took 10 motherfuckers to take him down. He had to hit one person, had to hit him over the back of the head. You about to take somebody's life and hang him from a tree? You think he's going to go out easy? And white folks learned that. That's why when you see a hanging, you always see a picture of with like 50 black people standing up, 'cause because the 25 of them was the ones that were sent out to take the person down. They go to the house and take him out of the house. I mean, I don't even want to bring up no, no sad shit like that. But I'm just saying that, you know. All this crap is going on with Trump and all that. that, this has got to be the end of it. And we got to look at these Republicans now and see the ones that was turncoat-ass people that sided with Trump with all that bullshit. You showed your true color. And the main one, too, was the guy that got all shot up at the, in that fucking baseball field. Remember his name? Uh, yeah, I can't remember his name. Solis? Yeah, that's Solis was the biggest supporter of Donald Trump. And this motherfucker had him. gunshot and was a black man that defended his ass that shot back at the guy that was shooting at him. Mm-hmm. And man. now, right, and the girl, him, and the, a, a black guy and a woman that defended Solis. Mm-hmm. But Solis is up there talking all kinds of shit about Trump, 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 Trump. Mm-hmm. Damn, is that all you got to do after your ass been saved from getting totally demolished in a baseball field by a crazy, crazy white guy? And I'm mm-hmm. telling you, I'm telling you right now, I mean this shit sincerely. We need to remember the people that was with Trump that showed their ass. Every Republican in that Senate, that one that don't wear the jackets, remember his crazy ass, Jim something?
2: Yeah.
1: He, he never wears a jackets. He's always got his shirt on with his sleeves rolled up. Other crazy motherfucker. Yeah. He's another one. He's a mess. All these motherfuckers that sided with Trump, your your guy, your, your, your Buddha's gone. Mm-hmm. You know Buddha You rub his stomach And throw fucking incense And fucking chains at his feet The Buddha's gone What you gonna do now The Buddha's gone, the Buddha's gone. You gotta remember You gotta remember these people now yeah. Remember these people
0: Mm-mm.
2: You're right
1: Trump is gone He's gone God damn it He's gone
2: <laughs> That's hallelujah. all I got
1: to say With this shit. He's gone Oh
2: hallelujah That was a good shirt that's, that's a good shirt Oh got <laughs> that He's gone The Trump is He's gone like that. that motherfucker's
1: gone.
2: Oh, good. And
0: That's
1: all those senators that backed him, especially that Mitch McConnell. And,
0: and
2: Don't Lindsey Graham and and Oh, Lin- oh
1: Lindsey Graham. Ba oh, but boy.
2: But I have to say, um, the one upstate, he got out. He got out early. Fat boy.
3: Mm. Chris Christie. He got oh, out.
2: Chris he got out early. You know what? He's he's a dabbler. Because he gets yeah. in and gets out, mm. and then all of a sudden he's back, and then he's gone. And then you see him like peeping around, and yeah, uh, but they mess with him like, because dude.
1: he put Kirshner's father in jail years ago.
2: Yeah, but he needs to just stay out of it.
1: Mm-hmm. Can't help it. They
2: hard. don't have any good anything.
1: Don't give yeah. a shit about him.
2: They don't care about that man. He bad. put
1: Kershner's father in jail. Mm-hmm. He Kershner could have him killed right now. All the money Kirshner got.
2: Mm-hmm. Sure could. Uh, uh, all right, where are we going now? Take a little CC. I got to regroup from that. <laughs> Okay. On, take a little CC. <laughs> All right. Well, let's do that. We're gonna take a quick break, mm. and we're coming back with cattle and the Hollywood wrap up. Be right back. Living just
3: enough, just enough for the city. Okay, but why are we doing TV Wonder? I thought
4: we were doing <laughs> pajama party. Well, I, I was talking about
1: my little uh, one of my segments. segments. One of my segments of Memphis uh, City. Join the party. Now you
3: ain't ride
1: me. Uh, That's every Friday night at nine. Pajama party. No yeah.
4: clothes allowed. Kettle and red wine. Uh, Step on my parade. I had the mic first. And they're coming in just trying to, uh, you know.
3: It's my turn.
0: Oh,
3: yeah,
1: she's going to sing. I don't what
3: number call. call us at 914-803-4306. And press
1: 1. press 1 to be put into the queue. And uh, say what you have to say. You can read off what we're talking about. Come up with a new subject you own. We're, we're,
0: we're you. We're
1: liberal. We're easy.
0: It's, it's the same.
1: Eastern Time, we're here at 9, 9 p.m. Friday nights at uh, 6, o'clock 6 o'clock West coast, coast, and uh, what, maybe
4: 7 o'clock in the mountains, or <laughs> in the... Yeah, 7 in the mountains,
0: uh
3: around Michigan.
4: Michigan and New Orleans and all that, we're like an hour back, yeah, but 9 o'clock on the East Coast. 9.15, uh-huh. it's time. 9.15. Don't be late when you listen up. It's at 9 o'clock
3: on the dot. That's
1: right. Every Friday night. We'll see you there. Goodbye. All right, welcome back to the John Party One News. Papa Didi here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine.
2: Oh, darling. Mm, mm. It's time for Kettle with the entertainment report that we call the Hollywood Wrap Up.
0: Mm.
2: All right, Papa Didi, what you gonna do?
0: <laughs> Come on with it. Hollywood.
2: All right, that was great. All right, all right, Kettle, what's going on? We got Kathy Lee Gifford. Mm. She has a new book out. Uh oh. She's opening about working with Bill Cosby. In an interview with People magazine, the TV personality reveals that the Cosby Show star once crossed the line with her. Ooh, what? Tried to kiss me. He was not the first man doing a uh, multi-decade career that, you know, tried to make it past that. Gifford and Cosby worked together for two years touring the country. This was the most admired man in America for years, she says, and he was called America's dad. Uh, She adds, um, the one and only time that he did try to kiss me, I said, no, Bill, you're my friend. He goes, you're right. And then he said, you know, good night. So I guess they was departing that night. So I found those accusations against him very painful because that's not the man that she knew. I've heard that from, you know, a lot of okay. um, people that have worked with Bill Cosby. Um, talking about the women who have accused Cosby of sexual assault, Gifford says, I didn't doubt the woman's story, but I don't know why um, he behaved the way that he did with these other women. Um he was sentenced for um, three to ten years in prison after being convicted of, of drugging, sexually insulting women um, at his home in um, 2004. So um, Maybe you'll see the light of the day soon, but, um, yeah, so everything is revealed. Uh, she talks about that in her new book. Okay, got a book
3: out.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, we have a new transgender act. Um, Ellen Page played in Juno, Oscar-nominated star in the movies like Juno and X-Men, um, shared with fans that they were transgender and identity as non-binary, a term used to describe a person whose gender identity is neither man nor woman. So she goes on to say, I feel lucky to be writing this, to be here, to have arrived at this place in my life. Um. So she was publicly known as Ellen page um she wrote this on instagram I feel overwhelming gratitude for the incredible people who have supported me along this journey so she she um said she was gay about five years ago she married and then now um within the last couple of days she said she's transgender so you have to refer to her as him so she married a Woman. Okay. Yeah. All right. So she's been getting a lot of support, Um, you know, different organizations, different actors. Um, you mean he? He. My bad. Let me get it right. Same name okay. is Elliot Page now. So. Elliot. Elliot. Okay. He or they? Yep. Wendy Williams. Mm-mm. The movie trailer, I'm going to come in like a hurricane. What has she done now? Um... She um, has a lifetime um, biopic of her coming out um, in the Wendy Williams a movie, which chronicles the highs and lows she has experienced throughout the years from her scrappy upstart days in urban radio to the success of her own daytime talker hmm. show. She's executive producer on it. Um, this is her quote-unquote authorized biopic. Because so there was one before that was unauthorized. I never saw it. So, um, it premieres uh, Saturday, January 30th at 8 p.m. on Spike. Okay, so question: mm-hmm. You all gonna watch it? Of
1: course. Okay, I probably
2: watch. It. <laughs> so you sit there laugh. Okay. All right. I probably pass on that
1: one. Who's playing her? Um.
2: A good question. Only person that has a chest like hers is Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton. Oh, and I, I cannot imagine oh, oh, that oh that was goodness, goodness. That's what I was thinking
0: too. I said, Dolly Parton. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah,
2: I'm like, who else could. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> not in this one, it doesn't say who's playing. No. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. It should be interesting. Um, Kardashians, like they don't have anything else to do. Kardashian general clan pranks their friends. uh, Kim shares a funny clip. The Kardashian clan, everybody, uh, they went into their Rolodex and started calling people. And you see a a picture. It looks like a picture, but it's everybody there just standing there. And everybody's surprised. It's crazy. You have to take it on Instagram. Okay. (laughs) Like they don't have anything else to do. Clearly they don't. I mean, they were calling people like um, Dave Chappelle. I'm like, they have extensive, uh, you know, repertoire of people they called. Um, okay. Justin Bieber, uh, uh, quite a few other people. That was funny, though. So they just have all these numbers, huh? Yes. Be nice. Okay. Right. Um, Blackest star, Marissa Martin. She's 16 now, but um, she set a record. She's the youngest. Hollywood executive producer. She's in the Guinness Book of World Records. Okay, now, mm. so, yeah, she's been doing her thing. Right. So when she um, starred and produced the um, uh, movie Little, um, starring our hometown girl Regina Hall and Issa Rae, um, they played in that. Also, Regina uh, Hall was uh, one of the producers on it. Also, um, when she produced that, she was, oh, well, she was what, fourteen at that time. Wow. Yep. Go ahead, Miss Lady. That's what I say. My Hollywood rapper. Okay. That was a good one. Ooh. All right. So, well, Papaditi, that takes us to the kiss. If you can explain to everybody, what exactly is the world-famous Kiss It all List? the
1: crap we talked about night with all them jokers. That's a list of people that show their butt, honey. It's time to put him on blast. Okay. Like you said earlier, I like to start off with that boy from South Carolina, <laughs> Lindsey
2: Graham. Lindsey
1: Graham. Yeah, get him. You're talking about somebody talking out of both sides of their mouth. Yeah. Then he won his election real easy. The brothers put up a lot of money, a lot. Of,
2: yeah, I didn't They rigged that.
1: that. Something got rigged on that. You
2: know. Yeah, if anything was rigged, I would I would have wanted a recount on
1: that one. Mm hmm. But, you know, then he had her come to them, Man, they spent a bunch of money and tried to beat me. And, oh, God. Yeah, Lindsey Graham. Definitely uh, a Trump family. Ivanka Jr., the other boy What's his name, crazy ass Eric. Eric. Mm-hmm. And, and not to mention, old girl, He never there. What's her name? What's her name and, his uh, daughter? Uh,
2: Tiffany. Tiffany, yeah. yeah.
1: That's what's name's daughter, right? Uh, Marla Maple's daughter. Right. Yeah, she's in her own fucking world.
2: Uh, Yeah, and I'ma add Melania Trump because of that comment that she made a few months back, where she got busted on audio about saying that she really disliked having to do all this Christmas tree stuff Uh, and decorating the White House for Christmas. That it was an effing bullcrap, something another. uh She made all these derogatory remarks, and her so-called friend. Who she was talking to recorded the thing mm-hmm. and then leaked it all out. So Melania got to do and Christmas one more time. Oh my God, are so, you serious? So I'm mm-hmm. putting her on the kiss it list because I know whatever you do, you really aren't really into it. You're just doing it because you have no choice. Mm-mm. Um, I have the two um husband and wife that boarded the plane, Peterson and Yes, Marib. The COVID people. And uh, Alex Azar, the secretary, whatever yeah, you about. Health and Human Services. Okay. Papa D.D. wanted to put him on the kissing list. And the Republican Party.
4: <laughs> oh, the whole party? <laughs>
2: yep. <laughs> okay. And I would like to also add some of these very vocal black Republicans mm-hmm. who had come out, talked a whole lot of stuff, and then Trump eventually revealed himself. And now y'all are all looking crazy. Mm-hmm. So are you still about it about it? Or are you switching up? Or are you still running behind Trump? I mean, what exactly, where are you? So I'm just saying to all these black Republicans who got behind Trump, where are you now? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, what well, we got for them? Uh, wait a minute, NFL. Oh. Did Ian mention about the NFL, how all they the set owners. out Kaepernick and all those High, pr- high priced, overpaid.
1: Overpaid teams people. doing jack, having lousy years. The New York Giants, the Eagles, Dallas Cowboys, Pittsburgh. I mean, I'm Pittsburgh, but. Uh,
2: yeah, don't go there. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm-mm.
1: I mean, there's just so many teams that got lousy quarterbacks. So many teams. And but it's
2: messed up that the coach is the one that ends up getting fired. Mm hmm. And,
1: and has the goddamn course? owners need to be fired.
2: Mm-hmm. I know that's right I know Washington <laughs> <laughs> Well they just hired that coach So I don't think they're going to keep yet <laughs> Let's put Jeffrey Lurie
1: Let's put Jeffrey Lurie on the kiss of this too He's the owner of the Philadelphia Eagles
2: oh, oh Now okay. when they
1: show him in a booth He's sitting there looking Sitting up there with his Asian side piece mm-hmm. And his wife divorced a couple of years ago And apparently that Asian
2: Yep they're looking smug The Asian
1: side piece was what probably Fucked up the marriage So mm-hmm. he's sitting there all you know out looking, ain't doing shit for it.
2: Mm-hmm. Probably can't
1: cook or clean, or she couldn't even.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, and did we
2: include Trump for collecting that two hundred million dollars
1: mm-hmm. of people's
2: hard-earned money from, that you just want to put it in your pocket? No
1: and damn well, ain't nobody gonna Return nothing But when money started coming in on that GoFundMe account, mm-hmm. he was like, well, "We got thirty million. Now he has two hundred million. Two hundred million dollars is a lot of money."
2: And who else? That's it. I think that's it. All right. Anybody okay, else? Go on
0: one?
2: All right. Uh, We have a special gift for everybody on this week's Kiss It list, and here it is.
3: Kiss my high ass. Kiss my Irish ass. You better kiss my Irish ass. This
1: world, kiss my ass. Kiss my ass. All right, welcome back to John Pointe. I'm one of your with Papa D, with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine.
2: Bonsoir, darling. It is time for the last word. we have said what we came to say. We've given you what we had to give. And now it's time for us to wrap it up and get on about it. Papa Didi, what's your last word tonight?
1: My last word is, is be a be consciously just around and just hope that people that was jerk off because <laughs> right now when Biden and uh, Miles Harris come in there a whole another vibe you know Some people, a lot of people are going to be pissed off and we'll give them a chance they're going to be bothering them but uh, support them you know stand behind them they're going to need it there's going to be a lot of whew, 75 million people that didn't vote for them but thank God Biden got 79 million <laughs>
2: Anyway. All right. Well my last word is mask up America. Stop worrying about all this other stuff. Protect yourself, protect others. It doesn't matter if they're people you know or people you love. Just protect the people that you encounter. Wear your mask, wash your hands, socially distance. Don't go to or or host super spreader events. we can get ahead of this virus if we all work together. So let's show a little cooperation and let's get through this thing. That's my last word. the last.
1: The government behind the government put the vaccine. Make sure that shit comes to a stick near you.
2: What do you, Kendall? What's your last word tonight? Um, I wanted to answer um, the answer the question you guys asked me about um, who's playing uh, Wendy. Uh Sierra Payton played in the Oval, and she's got to have it, and uh, Will Packer is producing. Oh, he's interesting. Okay. Um, my last word is, uh, I'm looking at a quote from Martin Luther King, and he quotes, life's most persistent and urgent question is, what are you doing for others? Um, I think in this day and age that... um, I've always said 85% is for other people, 15 percent is for yourself, and that's why we are here on this earth to do for others. Just be conscious of that and be safe out here. Wear your mask, mask up. Like uh, Governor uh, Hogan, he says, wear the damn mask. Yep, that's what he says. So, that's it, that's my last All right. Well, we want to thank everybody for hanging out with us tonight. Hope you enjoyed the show. Hope you got some good information and some uh, entertainment from what we brought. And we're going to do it again next Friday night. Hope you'll join us. Thanks to our parent company, DC Homegrown Entertainment, that pays bills and keeps us on the air. We do appreciate it so very much. And we're going to get on out of here. So let's uh, say goodnight. Didi. Good night,
1: everybody.
2: Kettle. Good night. And good night. Bonsoir. Until next Friday. We'll
3: see you then. Peace. Initiating shutdown sequence. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I bid you farewell, say, Arabatechi, Sayonara, and all that sort of shit.
0: Well, when you, I say when you gotta go, you gotta go.
3: Well, good night. Yabiko, Sana. I regret to announce this is the end. I'm going now. Good night, and good luck was it as good for you as it was for me now give me a kiss and say goodnight 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 thank you oh, goodbye wh- now <laughs> goodbye goodbye. <laughs> goodbye thank you goodbye thank you
0: for attending our show and goodnight put
3: good a summer party grown as that day grown as that day put a summer party party cool keep it real for you no clothes no, around no, no. put a summer party grown as that day The loudest summer party, grown to throw in a day But summer party, party crew cool? keep it real for you. No It's a summer party, grown and set to.